Oh my God, I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> Mr. Popular. Joel Kim Booster. And who are, am I talking to? It's me. Yes. Meet your heart. Oh my God. She's wearing a bikini. She's wearing a bikini on Zoom to record a podcast. Oh my God. Have, ever heard of it? <laughs> Body posy vibes. <laughs> love that. I love that. But it's actually we, my nightmare to be sitting, sitting down for an extended period <laughs> in a string bikini. In, oh, yeah. That has always been my fitness goal is I just want to feel comfortable sitting down without a shirt on. That's oh my always, God. that is the I remember what I was goal. watching, but someone sat down without a shirt on and I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> Imagine not holding like a paper plate in front of that area as you're sitting down at a, like a barbecue with your shirt off. Oh, my God. Or just, just like both arms wrapped across yeah. the length of me. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm cold. Oh, I'm cold. Actually, you know, I'm just going to go put like four layers of clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, you guys, this is a podcast. Okay, let's go back to the beginning. Award This is a podcast. Award-winning podcast. Awards, let's go back to the beginning. Awards are given to things that are superlative. Okay, and superlative. Let's go back to the beginning. Did you win superlative. any superlatives? Um... No, I was narrowly beat out for most traumatic at my high school um, by someone who now teaches choir. So okay. I think we see history has sort of, you know, proven. Could have gone to either. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, we're an advice podcast. We take your calls and we take your emails and we, we treat them the same. We do not discriminate. Based on the medium in which you contact us, mm -hmm. okay? We look at them all equally, and then we answer them slightly better for phone calls and slightly worse for emails. <laughs> but, that, but you know, there are exceptions to the rule. Sometimes we get an amazing email, and sometimes yeah. it really needed to be an email. And sometimes we get an email that's so poorly written, I go, consider the phone. <laughs> <laughs> consider the phone. Mitra, how the hell are you? Um. You know, I would say up until this point, completely like whatever, but I just, so I just began watching Real Housewives of New York from the very beginning, um, okay. about a week ago. I think I mentioned that I got to prostitution horror, like right before our episode yes. last week. Love. Um, so, um, we mentioned on the pod, my birthday was last week as well. I only mentioned this because look what I got in the mail today. Oh my God. <laughs> Cop without a badge. <laughs> Which is the book, of course, that Danielle Staub is written about as she, when she was going by Beverly, I believe. And it's written by one of her exes and she slams it on the table moments before being called a prostitution horror. <laughs> Iconic piece. Iconic piece. I'm really excited to read it. I'm definitely going to read oh, it. Oh, you're actually going to read it. Yeah, for sure. We've ta we love... talked ad nauseum on this podcast about how neither one of us can read anything that's good for our brains. And you're going to read Cop Without a Badge. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I'm really excited to read it. I also, in the same, not the same genre, but I would say the same like emotional reaction was the um, Swoozy Kurtz autobiography. Okay. 
<laughs> You're taking me to a, a far out place. Keep going. <laughs> well, it's just like so quotable. It's all just like, like very much like theater dame kind of. Uh, <laughs> I, n- I never met a pair of legs I didn't like. <laughs> One of the actual lines is like, I can play the hell out of three things, like a, a dead hooker, a, like whatever, like a, a sassy waitress. Or I don't, it was all just like... <laughs> oh, no, you have to name the third. <laughs> and the, I don't know, an airline pilot. But it's, okay, all like, <laughs> but it's all just her. Like, you can just hear someone like sort of like cigarette in hand, like da 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 <laughs> I I fucking love Susie Kurtz. You I mean, will not we would be love the book. You would I, love the book. What's it called? Um, it's it's so long. Hold on, let me look up the title. Um, <laughs> I regret it. It is. Um, no, it, it's it's worth it. Part Swan. Part <laughs> it's so long. You'll understand why I had to look it up. Susie Kurtz. Part Swan. Part Goose. An uncommon memoir of womanhood, work, and family. <laughs> wow. Wow. Imagine if I had been able to just rattle that off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Susie Kurtz's book, Part Swan, Part Goose, An Uncommon Memoir of Womanhood, Work, and Family. <laughs> That's not even... The, like, it's so funny that she's like, Part Swan, Part Goose. Like it that's not like the in the story the this this the duck doesn't turn into a into a goose doesn't turn into a swan. What is <laughs> where is she getting that? I love it. I mean, couldn't tell you, but it's really fun. It was in the free pile uh when I was interning at late night with Seth Myers and I yeah, took it. So you you really only get books for free and then occasionally will buy a piece of trash. Yeah, I've been. I mean, yeah, I'm not buying. I'm not buying anything. <laughs> I'm finding stuff on the street. I'm taking Freegan. it home. Freegan, Freegan, Freegan. <laughs> um, how are you? Um, terrible, just awful. Um, I literally, my bit will be that for the for the for the episode that I don't want to be here. Um, it was so funny that Which I was so listening. different from other episodes. I, <laughs> I was listening back to our episode last week. Um. And at this, and it is so funny that I am like worked up because I had a bad day because of my phone, and now I'm dealing with like real life terror. Uh, and um, it's off. It's it feels like the T-Mobile woman put a curse on me when she said it could be worse. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, did things get worse. And so now I'm here doing a podcast. Um, and I feel good about it. I feel good about the decision to come. You did offer, you did say we could do a, a guest host. And I said, no, I'll be able to handle it. And then and now I'm here and I'm wondering. Well, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're going to have fun and we're going to move it a clip and then we're going to get John out of here. <laughs> yeah. And that, thank you so much. Just like a real urgent care. If you think if you think you're not getting quotes from Cop Without a Badge tonight, baby, <laughs> <laughs> if there's one what, thing that can pull me out of this, it's nothing but a badge. smile on my face, like Cop Without a Badge. <laughs> it looks it's going to be garbage. I know that it's going to be garbage, but I'll find the Danielle pages and I'll let you know. <laughs> Please do. Please <laughs> do you do. know anyone who's read it? No, no, honey. No. Well, I, I hope to be the first. <laughs> <laughs> I own the only copy of Cop Without a Badge. It's so heavy. <laughs> it, it looks very heavy. It looks so long. Yeah. I, I, okay. Oh, ew. The, okay. I can't do this. Okay. <laughs> I, I just read one of the author bios and it's Kevin Marr is 39 years old and lives somewhere in New Jersey. 
Like, do you think you're cool for that? <laughs> we have to do the podcast. I bet, yeah. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he does. Oh, and you okay, know what? That so is pretty cool. Actually, to I'm going gonna, gonna to come out and say it. It's to just very like be cool vague. that he didn't name where he lives in Jersey. Because now I I'm wondering. Because now we're both wondering. I'm not. Jersey City, is it? I don't know any Hoboken. places in Jersey. off the. Oh, well, now I can say Jersey City and Hoboken. But it's Garden City. Okay. Right? Uh, those I already named the two I could name. Okay. Well, let's let's move on to updates. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um okay. okay. So, I believe this first email is in regards to uh Monogahi. Yes, it is. Uh which was our young gentleman who was only but 22 years old and wanted to be in an open relationship with his boyfriend, but the boyfriend did not seem down. Uh, Mitra, will you read this for me please cuz I just can't I I just wanna, I'm going to read everything today. No, I'll okay. read something. It'll be <laughs> well, my actually, choice. It will be, it will be, tra- like, it will be triggering to you when I read, so maybe you'll want to read. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. First up, hey, hey, King. <laughs> I sympathize a lot with this caller because I'm a horny harlot who needs to fuck, suck, and be a cuck. Seriously, though, I started seeing someone who I've grown to love, but I still wanted to be able to have sex since I'm only 21. So he suggested we start implementing seasons of our relationship, where sometimes we're open for a season and sometimes we're close for a season. We're only open if we both want to be but if even one of us wants to be closed then we will be we both agreed on this and promised to be honest this opened my eyes and helped me realize that not all open relationships work the same and that you have to change it for your situation joel please sit on my face when i'm open again jk okay so does (laughs) that mean that you want me to break the bonds of your relationship and sit on it now or that you don't want me to sit on it at all follow up oh please write back um but i, I like this know. i thought it was like yeah. sort of poetic <laughs> i love that i love seasons of <gasps> okay here's a question that i was asking <laughs> if if you were asked and you wouldn't like you wouldn't get paid or whatever but if you were asked to sincerely sing um Oh, what is it? Um, because reason says I should have died, died three years ago. ago. If you were asked to sing it earnestly, like as earnest as possible at the inauguration, <laughs> 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 would you? Yes. Yes, okay. I would. Because <laughs> I believe I would slay. I believe I would slay the house down boots. <laughs> Biden would cry. I would make that man cry. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> but it's a good question. Not everyone says yes. <laughs> would you? Yeah, I think it would be really funny because I don't yeah. think I would do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> and where's the placement? Are you going before or after Amanda Gorman? Um, I would have to. Okay, actually, I think that complicates it. I think it would be immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be so bad. Three years ago. Oh, there's only us. There's only. Okay. <laughs> so okay. fucking rude. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Rapp. <laughs> I would I would not know the, all the words too. There would be a lot of. Oh yeah, you can't listen to it at all before the the track just starts playing and you go. <laughs> when I lose my dignity. When I lose. Oh, wow, Ariana Grande. <laughs> that was actually that came out crazy. That yeah. was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. 
Um, do you want to do this next email or shall I? Okay. Um, okay. So this is about changing the name. This is about, um, a caller who, a chef rather, who had written in and was talking about people using their incorrect pronouns as they are non-binary and how to handle that. And, um, this is a little update. Hi, Puddin' Cups. I called a while back asking for advice about what to do when people use incorrect pronouns for me. I've been taking your advice and it's been going well, but something happened yesterday that I wanted to share. I was in a Zoom meeting and an icebreaker was, what's your New Year's resolution? When it was my turn, I said that my resolution is to be more assertive about correcting people about my pronouns. Fine. But then I randomly said, get ready to get embarrassed. I'm going to correct you. And then just started, stared at the camera. Too much? Everyone is probably afraid of me now, but I bet they won't forget. Anyway, it's all going well, and I wish you three a cozy day. Warmly changing the name. Love <laughs> to hear it. I think it's great to put the fear of God in these yes, people. Yes, I love it. <laughs> we, I think we even said that. I think like there are people that I'm genuinely afraid to misgender, and I think that's good. That's healthy. Yeah. Put the fear out. We love yeah. it. <laughs> um. So for our last email, you know, we don't like to like – read compliments very much it like makes us feel really embarrassed but we got this amazing sort of yeah it won't um, hurt yeah it was really nice so uh, is it okay if I read it yeah please do okay Hi there. It's a new year and we know that medical practice like <laughs> medical practices like yours are likely looking for ways to improve your practice's productivity while cutting spending in 2021. Medical practices are already saving up to 30% or more on medical billing software and or services by using our free service to compare prices. If you're considering a new billing service or software this year, simply reply to this email with the following. Do you need a medical billing software services or both? What is your medical specialty? How many physicians work at your practice? <laughs> what is the best phone number to reach you? Looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. <laughs> um, so I think actually we should answer these questions. Do you, do you need medical billing software services or both? I definitely think services. Services. I services. love to be serviced. Um, <laughs> so definitely that. What is your medical specialty? Um, psychiatry. Um, psychiatry. 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 Okay. Psychiatry. We'll make sure that to say psychiatry. How many physicians work at your practice? <laughs> Two. Two. Duh. Well, four, really. Four, yeah. If Well, no, they're not doctors. They're nurses. <laughs> and we love them. And we love them. And, <laughs> and we, love we still clap. The nurses do the real work. And we clap at 8 p.m. We clap at 8 p.m. For Chelsea and Brian. Um, <laughs> and the best phone number to reach you at? Well, you know it. You love it. It is 323-334-0371. Um, and that is the number you can actually call if you have a question and would like it answered on the podcast. Or you can email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com, which this poor unfortunate... Mm. <laughs> so to believe that out. <laughs> first and last name his address is of course <laughs> um, um just kidding but um should we take our first little break and then actually answer some shit i love that idea okay great we're gonna do that bye okay and we're hi. back Okay, hi. hi. There's only yes. <laughs> amazing. Um, well, let's um, let's get into it. This is an email, um, and well, it, it says in the first line, it's a weird email, so buckle up. So I I, I share that message with the listeners as well. Um, hi, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. This is a weird email, so buckle up. See, 
I told you. I need petty revenge help. Maybe. God, this is dumb. My favorite aunt wants little more out of her life than to sit in her backyard every morning looking at trees, birds, and squirrels while she prays. She is a big mom in the neighborhood and has was friends with literally everyone until her new neighbors moved in. The neighbors are cruel assholes. To the house on their right, they erected a large fence which prevented their wheelchair-bound neighbor from using the ramp for their car. When my aunt and uncle let kids play on their trampoline, the asshole neighbors yelled at the children for making noise and mocked one kid for having dwarfism. When the assholes first moved in last summer, they knocked on my aunt's door and told her they didn't like the trees on my aunt and uncle's lawn bordering theirs. My aunt offered to pay half the cost for a fence between the houses. She then left them a bottle of wine to welcome them to the neighborhood and went on vacation for a week. When she came back, the neighbors cut down all the trees and returned the wine to her front porch unopened. My aunt and uncle called the town surveyor to get it in writing that the neighbors had no authority to chop their trees. The surveyor came by and verified that the trees were on my family's property. But here's the problem. The neighbors are part of a well-known mafia family with connections everywhere so when the surveyor emailed his report it said the neighbors owned the trees and were not at fault. Now my aunt and uncle are considering moving for a number of reasons least of which that my aunt no longer enjoys her mornings outside with ugly new mob fence she first considered legal action with peer recommended mob lawyers but thought better of it then these people are still living in my head rent free. She's not petty, but I am, and I know she would laugh knowing these fuckers' lives have been inconvenienced. I would never do anything actually mean. COVID, everyone is struggling, but they mess with my people. They are bullies, and it's fun. I'm thinking Latter day Saints mailing list or hiring a task rabbit to send them expired wine, but I think Joel, you specifically, can come up with something better. Do I pursue p- petty revenge with a mob family for messing with my aunt and uncle's lawn? Wow, this is very crazy yes and i of course am recused from this one because Because you're not mean enough um (laughs) apparently you're not psycho mean you're not psycho mean like i am i'm psycho mean um (laughs) psycho mean (laughs) psycho mean um but what are we gonna what are we gonna name this person okay mob mob sopranos um, sopranos um um sort of an you know an alto though um i i obviously was immediately thinking mezzo soprano <laughs> mezzo soprano <laughs> um uh, messed with no uh messed with soprano <laughs> but with it. two z's with but yeah, with yeah. two z's messed with soprano, with soprano. <laughs> <laughs> okay brilliant um well this is a tough one i actually um and maybe it's because i'm dealing with a lot of troubling life events in my own life right now but i just think she should move i think she should move for sure and get away from these toxic toxic people and i think you should put laundry detergent in their gas tank because we did that to a girl in high school once and it ruined her car but it's so scary i mean just do it in the dead of night you'll never be caught wear a ski mask run away literally um Nothing bad will happen to you if you put laundry detergent in their gas tank. Yeah. I promise you. I will protect you. What will you do if the mob comes for them? I will say it was her idea. Don't listen to the podcast Urgent Care. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think of like legitimate things that are safe to do to the to terrorize a mob family. But beyond the stalwart like egging of a house laundry detergent in the gas tank i keep returning to that my mind can't get off that um or tping i really don't know what else there is to do 
I know. It's so it's bad because they're clearly connected and it's really scary. <laughs> I I was just thinking and on the I know this isn't what they asked, but like on the alternate end of it is like may, maybe like getting some of the if I don't I don't know. This is like maybe stupid, but like getting the neighbors to pool for like one one tree that you can plant in the yard or something like that or like getting her a little like bonsai tree for in the house or something just something like cute and little that feels yeah, like and this is why this is why she said specifically me because she knew <laughs> she knew you would pull shit like this. She knew it. I'm so boring. Um, <laughs> or, um, you know, you could um, find out where the kids want to go to college and send um, a letter of rec as a teacher and make it really like, um, like, like medium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could, if their mailbox is down by the driveway, you could steal their mail. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know I've gotten in trouble on this podcast before for telling people to steal mail, but. I don't know. It feels pretty like the punishment fits the crime here. <laughs> you could try to get like a local interest news story about it um, and then really get everyone in your neighborhood killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting people killed does seem to be sort of the end game here for her. Um, I don't know why else she would come to us with this sort of problem because we don't want to be involved in this. We want to. No. We're too scared. We're too scared. Um, but maybe like kill their plants. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was thinking about like um, spreading little like plant killing poison on their front beds, their grass. But it um, does make me sad to think about. <laughs> putting weird stuff, putting weird stuff in the mailbox is great. Like I, I if I were you, I would put literal human shit in their mailbox. That's I'm not good. even sure that's illegal. I'm not even sure that's illegal, honey. I think Show it's encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you um, could like um Put something that's like not inherently threatening, but like would be scary to see in the mailbox or something like that. Like a like just like buy a syringe from Walgreens and like Ooh, put it in the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like you don't do any; just put it in. Or raw. you put the syringes, a bunch of syringes, in their lawn, sticking upward like yeah. a saw trap. You yeah. Know? Sort of. Um, but it's hard because like anything threatening you do is going to seem like your aunt and uncle. So we we we're actually not really legally we're actually not suggesting any of these things. <laughs> no, 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 no. Again, all jokes. Everything we say is a joke. I'm even scared just like suggesting literally anything. So maybe we can move on. <laughs> okay. Um, unless you want to keep going, but I have like no good ideas for this one. I don't know why I put it in the doc. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she got a, she got what she came here for. She got silly ideas and she got a name. Okay, yeah. we all know that's why Mess with Soprano did what she did. <laughs> she did got another one did. of our. I really do think names. human shit in the mailbox though is the best idea. I mean, you really just have to get over your own like handling of your own shit. But I've done that before. I've walked around Midtown Manhattan with my own shit in my coat pocket for hours on end um, as a sample. Chelsea's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. It was just a stool, for fun. You did it. It was just, a stool like, sample. What would it be like to just okay. have it in my pocket? <laughs> so just take a little stool sample and put it in their mailbox. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Or just yeah. out in a cup in the middle of the driveway. <laughs> yeah, that's that's less threatening. <laughs> but it would, it would be something where I go, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, Just if especially do this shit if your aunt is moving anyways, because then, you know, every, they're safe. 
it, it it'll be a real mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't okay. like don't like walk from your aunt and uncle's house straight to their house and then go back into the house because if they have like cameras or something like come from park a few houses down and then walk over. <laughs> yeah, and whatever yeah whatever you do, cover your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, and try luck. and obscure your gender. Mm-hmm. Okay. And definitely, yeah, this isn't one of our names. This is yeah. <laughs> Best of luck. Good luck. Um, okay. okay, we've got a voicemail. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait either. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel, a newcomer, Chelsea. <laughs> um, so two years ago, I moved into this apartment building and met this elderly gentleman neighbor that I'd kind of gotten fond of. Um, We didn't have, like, a super close friendship or anything, but he lived alone in the floor above me, and um, he would lock himself out of the building without his keys about once or twice a week. Um, So I opened the door, the main entrance door for him a few times, and we talked. Um, After a while, he would just buzz, like, my apartment number, and I would, like, come get him. (laughs) Um, And uh, we talked about, like, stuff like the weather and Trump and his thoughts about psychology because I'm a psych grad student and I told him that um, I kind of moved abruptly at the end of last year and I think in my like disorganized quarantine brain I never got to say goodbye to him so I've been wondering if I could send him like a happy new year card or I guess although I guess it's like kind of a little late um, or is that creepy and weird like we never hung out or anything so I know I don't know if that's crossing boundaries um but when we did talk, he seemed kind of lonely, and I don't want to make him feel like I abandoned him. But maybe that's too self-important. Like, I probably didn't mean that much to him. Um, yeah, at this point, I'm kind of overthinking it. Anyway, so what do you guys think? Should I send him a card? Um, also, I generally do get along with old people and enjoy talking and hanging out with them, but I don't have a relationship with the one grandma I still have left. So do you have, like, any cool, non-creepy and COVID-safe ideas for making elderly friends? Um, Thank you. Um, I love you both, but you can't sit on my face because I'm ace. Bye. Okay, rhyme. (laughs) Oh, it sounds like a riddle that we have to solve in order to cross a bridge. Um, Okay, what are we going to name this person? They're into um, old people, gerontological. Um. Grandma, grandpa, sort of a little red riding hood situation. Um, letter letter red riding hood. <laughs> Joel is mad. <laughs> letter red riding hood. It is. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, none of mine in the last couple of weeks have been good. So we're just in a drought right now. Um <laughs> And by by we I mean me, me and now rain, you're rain rain, rain on me rain rain rain, rain, rain. rain. <laughs> I rather be dead at least I'm alive. <laughs> um, I think you should let these people die in peace. <laughs> I think just leave them be. Just leave I, them be. They don't I want think, new friends. I think I, ba- I definitely barely want new friends. Send a letter. <laughs> I think it's so nice. It's so nice to be thought of. And then if he doesn't care, he'll just throw it in the garbage. Like, start with the letter. Like, I would say definitely don't send, like, 
I saw this shirt and thought of you. <laughs> like a nice little letter is so sweet. Like just being like, Hey, happy new year. Like I used to live in the building. You might remember me. I loved our conversations. I just wanted to say, Hey, and like happy new year, whatever. Like, I think it's really sweet. And I think it would, I know it would make me really happy to be thought of. <laughs> it would make me look out my window and say, where is she? Where is this girl? <laughs> I guess it would depend on the person, but I think like this person already knows that you know where he lives and you have a connection with him. Um, But we've given you two completely opposite (laughs) perspectives. But I think in terms of um, making elderly friends, there are a lot of programs with nursing homes where you can write letters and like people I've seen on Instagram and Twitter a bunch where people will hold up signs of like their interests and all that kind of stuff. And you can connect with them and form a letter writing relationship. Yeah. I also know there's zoom programs too. Like I, Joe Firestone, friend of the pod um, is teaching comedy classes on zoom with um, for elderly people right now. And if maybe, you know, uh, comedy is not your bag, but I'm sure there are other ways you can volunteer over zoom to get, involved with the elderly community if they even want you to be involved with them it seems pretty presumptuous (laughs) well i think those letter writing things are nice because you definitely know those people want a letter do they you're right i want a fucking letter but you're not them (laughs) it's really hard for me to imagine someone not thinking the way i do I get that. And uh, and trust me, message received, you will never in your fucking life get a letter from me. <laughs> Thank God. Please do not. Just straight into the trash. And then I think then I feel bad. You're putting you- a burden on me. Because I say, Oh, I should have recycled that, but I'm so angry I threw it in the trash. And now it's covered in food waste. Can't but now we know that you put shit in your pocket so you can get it out of the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Stick your hand in the trash can and move it into the recycling bin. But no, it's termin. It's it's too it's it's too dirty for the recycling now. They won't because there's it. stuff on it. You put yeah. stuff on it. I didn't put stuff on it. The trash put stuff on it because you made me so angry by sending the letter in the first place, and then I put it in the trash where there is food waste. Yes. Are but we doing ultimately role play that's right you. now? <laughs> it, it just took a turn where I go. Wow, we're really like crafting something. <laughs> <laughs> hey Joel um, I'm just yeah, kidding Yeah you threw in the fucking letter, letter bitch <laughs> Send the letter what? Send the letter Both you and our and our listener can And letter red riding let, Letter What is it? It's letter red riding hood Oh it is letter red riding hood Yeah okay. it's just not good But if oh, it didn't roll off the tongue naturally Not because you forgot But because it is not good <laughs> What if it was like le- letter red riding her? Okay. <laughs> Fucking is that, sure. Is that better? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Thought it was pretty bad too. Any other thoughts? No, not a single one in my damn head. Okay, not let's move on to the next one. email. I'll read this one. Okay, you read the last one, but go. Oh, on. okay. No, you read it then. No, no. I'm all about parody in the workplace. <laughs> You parody, laughs, weird owl. <laughs> Psychiatry. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra, longtime chef, first time mailer. I'm a bisexual okay. trans woman and I have a wonderful boyfriend. He's sweet and attentive and everything I could ever dream of. Burly, hairy mask with a great dick and absolute slam piece, but romantic, you know. I mean, that's perfect. Sure. <laughs> problem is. I don't know. And that's the problem. <laughs> problem is, I found out I despise being in a relationship. 
It's been two years, but still every other week I freak out and decide now is a good time to uproot my life and move to another city. I, yikes, I don't know why I'm so fickle. I'm either a big dumb bitch or just a Sagittarius. I'm worried that if I destroy this, I'll never find another relationship as good as this. How can I calm the fuck down and be grateful and stop myself from jumping off this cliff every week or any advice on destroying your life and going into debt to move to New York City? Either way, thank you both. You're both absolute babes and angels and love you both. Um, P.S. I recorded a voicemail, but I talked too fast and it's dumb and bad. Please extinguish my existence. Thanks. <laughs> I, we didn't need to read that, but I, no. the, the drama of that. <laughs> extinguish my existence. Extinguish my existence because I had a bad email and I, rec- mm-hmm. I, a bad voicemail and I wrote an email for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. Love it. Okay. So uproot, tree, mm-hmm. Groot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just Groot. <laughs> just Groot. Just Groot. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Finally, the soundboard hasn't made an appearance in a minute. Um, but it's back for Groot. <laughs> what if it's she, her Groot? She, her Groot. No. I think just Groot. Yeah, just Groot's Groot. funny. Just Groot. <laughs> Look, we laughed at Groot. <laughs> if it ain't broke, baby. <laughs> man, oh man, do I relate to this email a lot. Like this yeah. is something that I experience a lot where I'll have something really good and somebody who wants to be with me. And I just, um, it happened recently. And I, I said literally to them, I thought I had more time which means I just thought I had more time to be free. And maybe that's what you need is more time, Mm -hmm. literally. Maybe you can, you know, put it on hold if he's willing to wait for you. I mean, that sounds crazy. That's crazy. What I do think is like, even though like this can be like a, a great compatible partner and just the wrong time. But like, I do think like, first of all, one thought I had reading it was that like, it, I, I think a lot of people are feeling these feelings extra because of COVID, just like wanting to change anything. And one thing you can change in your immediate surrounding is like, who is there? Like if you break mm-hmm. up with somebody, I just think like, but it sounds like this person was feeling that before. But I think like, I, I just think like I, I've been having like these kind of meltdowns way more often than ever before in my life where I'm just like, Every I feel like every week I'm like, well, I should like quit my job and move away and like never talk to anyone who I know ever again because <laughs> like, it would just be something different to do. <laughs> I wouldn't be on Zoom, presumably, in my imagined other life. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely this period is exacerbating this, but it's been two years that she's mm-hmm. been feeling this way. Yeah. So then then I just think like this could be a wonderful person, but maybe just not the time to date this person. And I think, I do think it's a lot to ask someone to wait, but I think it's not unreasonable to break up. Like, I think one of the best pieces of advice that I got from my therapist was like, you don't need quote a reason. You can just want to break up with somebody and that's okay. That's enough reason to break up with somebody is wanting to break up with them. And it like obviously feels like shit. And I know like, all we say is break up with them. But I, but I think like if you've been feeling this way for what sounds like your entire relationship, it's okay to break up with someone, even if they're a cool person. Yeah. I wonder, I, you're not being um, a big dumb bitch or a Sagittarius um, because astrology isn't real, but I (laughs) epic, epic, Epic takedown of astrology in this week's ep. Daring to go when no one has ever gone comedically. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I think like, I don't know. I, I definitely think now is not the time to move to New York City. Maybe um, choose a choose a smaller step first. But I will tell you right now. Oh, my God. Don't move to New York. Don't move to New York in the middle of a pandemic. It's what's wild. It's a wild choice. I think because it's like if you're going to go into debt already living there, it it's not like bustling with opportunity at the moment, it seems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not living there yeah. right now, but it it doesn't feel like an amazing time to move anywhere. Um, but I, I would be especially scared to move to a big city and all the fun of New York is being out all the time and like popping off (laughs) on a regular basis. If you want to be a slut, New York city is the place to be. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it, in terms of like worrying that you're never going to find a relationship as good as it. Like that's what happens when you break up. Like you just don't know what's going to happen next, but it sounds like you're wanting a change and you're feeling restless and you have for a long time and you want this experience in New York. And I also wonder, it's like, I mean, is there a world where like this, like it's other things in your life and you just want a big change period. Like maybe there's a world where you both move to New York together or something like that, or I don't know, whatever, but it, I think like figuring out you might not need to blow up your entire life to feel some relief also. What do you mean? I mean like wanting to go like this person wants to move to New York and start a new life and uh, like, but also wants to be with their boyfriend, but also maybe should break up with their boyfriend. It's like, Maybe maybe break up with your boyfriend. You'll like your surroundings more. Maybe you both move to New York. You like your relationship more because you have different surroundings or something like that. Yeah, I guess is what I mean. Like it, it might be just wanting a change, maybe not every change at once, but maybe every change. That's also fine, too. But I'm just saying like it might might not be necessary to like detonate your entire life in one fell swoop. Yeah, I wonder, too, if you talk about being a little open, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that. Uh, not to go back to our caller last week, but I, it does feel like I had that um, thought too. If if freedom is the thing, if maybe you're just feeling like you need a little bit more freedom in the relationship, and he might be open to that. I mean, I don't know the contours of your relationship, but that might scratch that itch for you, and you can still get all of the emotional, you know, um, all the the things emotionally that you're getting out of the relationship. Um, Cause I, I get that. I get feeling restless. I feel restless all the time, but there is something really comforting about having someone physically there who knows you and who you trust. And you can't take that for granted. I wouldn't, I like, I know I'm very cavalier about telling people to break up on this show, but I do think like you, I would not be cavalier about, breaking up with this guy I would really sit with it and decide if you want to be without him mm-hmm. yeah. uh, can you tell I'm feeling lonely <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really lonely time also like everyone what I are know you talking feel, about I just feel like everyone is having a fucking meltdown right now everyone yeah. feels horrible right now I don't have any friends right now who feel good yeah it's my return to Saturn yes no, I'm, <laughs> I'm way too old for that I don't know. Um, it's because the moon is in Leo right now. It's because my cup is in kitchen right now. <laughs> Good one. Good riff. I really, I just don't know what any of it is, but I am open. <laughs> Love it. Okay, let's take another break. And when we come back, we'll finish this out. We're, we, you were right. We are moving at a clip. And I feel like, are we doing our listeners a disservice? 
I don't want to be in a bad mood and do our, uh, do them a disservice. I think I we're being be, fun. I want to be in a bad <laughs> mood and I want to produce the same amount of content that I always produce so I can prove that I can do it. Babe, we sing eight Rent songs. We're doing fine. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. That is the case with this episode. Much to Chelsea's displeasure, we have sung so many Rent songs. Actually, just the same Rent song over and over again. That's true. But uh, yeah. All right, we'll think of some other songs to sing. But didn't we sing Seasons of Love, too? We sang a couple. We sang Seasons of Love, but then mostly just, Will I lose my dignity? <laughs> we don't even, we can't even say the name of the title of that track. We it's only not No Day it. But Today, is it? It's not. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to know. Okay. I never want to know. You can look it up, but I don't want to know. I think it is Will I Lose My Dignity. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, it's will I? It's will I? Oh, okay. It's will I am black eyed peas. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Time for the break. <laughs> Time for the break. And we're back. Oh boy, what a time! Would you light my candle? candle. And here's my other question. Have we done a rent episode already? <laughs> Didn't we do one that we yeah, named we did everyone one, rent? I think almost entirely in rent. Rent okay. titles. And that yes. was one of our best episodes ever. And this is one of our worst. You're curse you're dooming this one and I'm not I'm I'm actively fighting it. I'm fighting you. This episode is us fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I will I not it. accept. <laughs> Should we do our next voicemail? Yes, please. Okay. Hi. Good morning. Um, Good morning. I haven't planned this out <laughs> at all, so oh boy, here we go. Uh, so I have an attention-seeking problem. <laughs> I really like attention. And I get really sad, like really sad, <laughs> when I don't have it. Um, obviously, I'm in therapy. Obviously, I'm medicated. I mean, maybe not obviously, but anyway. Um, no, honey, it was in obvious. the past, so like during quarantine and 2020, the way I would get attention is by swiping on dating apps, just swiping and swiping and swiping and swiping and swiping, which is fine, but like, y'all, like, there's not. I've not been. It's not good. It's bad out there. And how, how can I get attention? And I try, like, I try posting things, like, on my Instagram story and stuff for attention, like, doing questions or being, I don't know. I'm probably going to delete this and then send another one. Or I can't delete it. Fuck, this is it. Okay, well, um, <laughs> is there a good way for me to get attention um, that is not swiping on dating apps or um, annoying the hell out of my friends on Instagram? Um, I'm sorry this is so long. I love you both very, very much. Goodbye. Okay. What are we going to name this person? She loves attention. She loves to swipe. She okay. loves Instagram. So sort of lights, camera, action type thing. Yeah. Um, um, okay. The, the spotlight um, starring Rachel McAdams. Um, <laughs> different sort of spotlight. Yeah. Well, Groot, um, of course. Um, Groot, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um. Okay, sort of like attention whore is one of the a phrase right. that comes to mind. Right. Um, but we would never use that. We would never use it. But I'm just I'm just providing stuff for us to context, do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, context, context. 
<laughs> um, um, attention girl boss. <laughs> no. I've been cut off. <laughs> no. We can't. We can't do that. We can't, we can't do that. We of course. We cannot do that. Of course. We um, cannot do that. We would never. We would never do that. We never do, that. do something be, like that. It's got to be like. Um, attention Groot. <laughs> uh, spot. Rot. Rot. I'm trying to think of something that what rhymes about, with spotlight. What about rot light? Because the water, the light, the light is rotting away. It's yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Rot, rot light. light. Rot feels, light. Feels so good. I I know I say that a lot, but this one really feels awesome. <laughs> and I hope I hope she knows this is the best way to get attention is get on a podcast <laughs> like this and get an amazing name like Rot Light. Uh, <laughs> Um, Does it feel good? Does this kind of attention feel good to you? I I, I do wonder. Okay, here's um, here's the thought. Try to set a world record. Oh my god, that's a good one. And there are some really easy ones too. There are ones that are very passive, like the fingernails one. The oh, fingernails yeah. guy, I feel, is famous. But you don't really have to do anything. But and you don't even have to do it. You can just tell people that you're going for it. Yes. And that's and that's really an attention in and of itself. Well, there's that, that one person talking about you. There's that one person who's going live for what like 170 days or something on on like I that's a, that's like a world record for going live okay, and I someone hate them. Yeah, so someone's going live for a million days and uh beating the other record by one day. So that's something you could do if you start now because that I think that other person has already started. So you got to get in there. Um <laughs> Um, you could, um, I mean, she didn't say she loves positive attention and I think a little bit of negative attention is sometimes scratches the itch the same way. Break up a marriage. (laughs) Yes. Break up a marriage. Start a rumor. I love starting rumors. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm sure there's a rumor in your life that you can start that's not even a a lie. Really? Yeah. Start a rumor about yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tell people that you're pregnant. Tell people that you're a landlord. (laughs) A landlord? I was trying to I was trying to start a rumor about someone that we know that he, he, he was a landlord. I'm just like. It's so crazy. Like, did you hear he's a landlord? Like, not even anything, just like a little duplex. <laughs> <laughs> and in our circles, that's bad. I know. <laughs> I'm texting. <laughs> <laughs> and it is someone I would believe is a landlord. People believed uh, it. Um, anyway, um, so start a rumor actually, about yourself. Yes. Tell people that you're a landlord and start making up stories about your tenants and just be like, Oh my God! One B today got arrested <laughs> for homicide. Um, yes. killed her kids in the bathtub. Um, and now that's going to be impossible to fill that apartment. Are you looking? You know that sort of thing. <laughs> Drastic plastic surgery. Oh my God! Yes, a procedure, or even just a haircut. Yes, yes. Drastic, and but it's like. That one you can't sustain for very long because it's like once you once you do that, like if you can't do it regularly, but I feel like that's a really good one is like a, a, a hair dye or like a crazy tattoo, a piercing, piercing. Nah. Um, yeah, those are good ways to get attention. <laughs> I also think swiping is not that bad. I mean, maybe the options are bad, but I think swiping is a perfectly healthy way to get male attention right now in the pandemic. I wonder swipe, if it's swipe, like swipe they're in like a smaller town or something like that. And maybe they've like run out of people. Oh, you know what? Catfish. 
Um, <laughs> that you, I, I give you permission to use my pictures on Grinder. How about that? <laughs> if you want some attention, don't don't use my pictures. Actually, you won't get any attention at all. <laughs> and I can guarantee that if you use my pictures, nothing will happen. <laughs> oh my God, wait, use Mitra's pictures on Grinder. <laughs> yes, and then you'll get attention. It'll just be gay men screaming at you to get off the app. It'll be like, bitch, cunt, host of urgent care, absolute whore. Get her off Grinder. <laughs> and um, then, and then you'll be the subject of a petition, a change.org petition, to mm. get you off Grinder. And then that'll be literally tens of thousands of of signatures, and the attention will all be on you, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Drive your own car into your own house. Victimless crime. <laughs> Victimless crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't wear a seatbelt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> get pregnant. That'll get you attention. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. I like that <laughs> one a lot. Commit a crime. Mm-hmm. That gets you on national news. Yeah. Um, like drive your car into someone else's house. Oh, I mean, that's unfortunately not a victimless crime, but if you're looking for attention. <laughs> Just make sure they're insured, you know. Um, um, I feel like those are good. Those, I feel like we gave a million awesome suggestions. Yeah, they did. But you know what? I'm worried about this person. Why? Because they want attention? Yeah. Because no. you know what that's going to lead to? Reality TV. <laughs> a podcast. Yeah. That's you that's could start really the scariest thing. If you, you want could, weekly attention, you could you start, could start an award-winning podcast. podcast. You could start an, a Golden Crane award-winning podcast and you will be guaranteed attention. You know, it was so funny. I was talking, I was with Matt Rogers the other night and um, we were talking because he and Bowen on the um, our friend's podcast, Las Culturistas, were up for an iHeartRadio award. And I said, isn't that nice that you got nominated for an award? Uh, little did you know we actually got we actually won an award and he said what award was that and I said it was the Golden Cranes and he said what is that and I said well let me take you back to the beginning (laughs) I don't know you know Uh, but ultimately if I called my dad and went guess what my friends are nominated for an iHeartRadio award he would go what is that so there's just layers you know there's layers there's layers there's layers I know what it is would my dad certainly not (laughs) yeah but your dad doesn't know a lot of things that's not true (laughs) (laughs) um yeah start a podcast so (laughs) you you can keep calling into this yeah you can keep calling you literally don't you can start a podcast about anything these days. You yeah, about like you could call it urgent care and give advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but don't do that cuz we will come after you full force of the law. And we're just now starting to get emails from medical suppliers, which was the ultimate goal of this podcast was yeah. to break into the medical supplier 100,000 downloads, 1,000 reviews on iTunes and the medical device industry <laughs> crawling crawling to our doorstep knocking on the door saying please let us in give us give us your money we will gi- give you an mri machine <laughs> so foolproof check it out yep. <laughs> should we do our final email yeah um i'll do this one okay <sighs> okay here we go enjoy Hey, Mitra and Joel, what the fuck is up? I'm emailing you through my school email so you know I'm going through something. Okay, that means nothing to us. Um, so <laughs> we basically, know what school is. Yeah. So basically, I've been dating my girlfriend for two and a half years, but for one of those years, I have been stuck at home and see her at once 
at most once a month at a distance for only like 15 minutes. We have been dating since junior year high school. So we have since graduated high school and begun college away from each other. And I think that was very challenging during quarantine. She rarely calls me on her own will or of her own will or makes time to talk to me virtually and when we do call she is usually distracted or won't show her face on the call the only time we could spend together is through facetime or streaming movies together but she never seems to be available for that i try to let her know beforehand but even then she never seems present or ready to talk before quarantine i didn't really have friends but since then i made friends with her group of friends so we all have a group chat together and it's a good time i can't help to notice that when the group chat is on facetime or arranges movie night she is quick to jump into those calls and is actively talking and listening she shows her face and is just focused in on the conversation very different behavior from when we call i need advice from you two funny comedians on how i can be more funny and interesting so she can be excited to call me the same way she is to call her friends xoxo me a precious little baby dove a little baby dove we're here for you um okay so all virtual um, yeah, FaceTime. Um, a, her, his girlfriend is a ghost, um, which is one of my favorite motifs on this <laughs> show. It is spiritual, so sort of um, Long Island medium vibes. Um, <laughs> Long Island medium. We don't actually know the genders of these people, do we? Well, just know that, that I'm not that it's ever stopped is, this before. The, well, the, well, girlfriend, we know she, her. Long Island right. Medium. For sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Teresa Caputo, Long Island Shedium. <laughs> it's perfect. I really don't know what July is going to... I know I say it all the time, but I don't know what July is going to do this, this Look, one. Look, if I, I hope saw it's just Teresa Groot. Caputo, Long Island Shedium, it should just be Groot. Groot, <laughs> period. But period. Groot, period. period. Groot, period. <laughs> <laughs> Groot, period. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious, uh, serious exploration of all things Groot. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, my friend, ugh, I don't think there is a version of yourself that you should turn into to get this person interested in you. This person wants to break up with you, but is too cowardly to do it. Yes, I, I, and like, I. This is so relatable. I've definitely had people where I'm like, I just have to like plan some interesting stuff to say or like bring up the right stuff so that they want to talk to me or like do like angle it right so that somebody would be interested in me and it never works um because that's not the point of it all (laughs) and and it might work for like one conversation but you can't sustain a relationship like that it's not fair to you it's exhausting and this person is trying it just sounds like this person is trying to get you to break up with them from the outside which and i think it sucks it's so mean and and i think like you know, we have so many people, uh, not mean, but it's it just, it's not considerate. It, this person clearly does not want to continue doing what you're doing. And I think maybe just maybe to, I, I don't know, maybe she's hesitant to break up with you because she knows that you are such a big part of the friend group now. Mm-hmm. And that's, and and I actually think the only reason she hasn't come out and done it yet is because you're friends with her friends now. And that would cause a rift and either you would have to back away or she would be the villain of the piece and she would lose her friends. And see, that's what I think you should do is, is make sure that you, until she breaks up with you or you break up with her, really make sure that those friends are on your side. (laughs) But I think also like, 
we've gotten so many people calling in during the quarantine being like, I should just wait, wait, ride it out, wait until it's over and see like and see how I feel after or something like that or or, or like thinking that they should drag it out because of the quarantine and like yeah, maybe right. happier times will fix everything or something like that. And it that might be what this person is trying to do. And it and it and it's just not worth it. And I it's, think it's a valid I think it's a valid thing, a valid instinct for sure. But in order to do that ethically, you still have to treat the person that you're dating with a modicum of respect. And she's not doing that. No, it's it. It's just your girlfriend has to know that she is behaving in a way that makes you feel small and neglected and is choosing to continue doing so to avoid an uncomfortable conversation, if I had to guess. And I think, unfortunately, if you want this to end, whatever that means, this period of, like, dragging you along, you should initiate the conversation and be like, hey, it just seems like you don't really want to talk to me. Um do you want to still be with me? <laughs> like, in, I think in a, you should do it on one of the group FaceTimes. I think you should confront her in front of her friends. I oh, for that, our last caller, that's a great way to get attention. Yeah, start a group FaceTime and then call and then confront someone. Yes, on start drama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really sorry. That feels so bad, and especially right now. Like it's already such a horrible time, and to have someone sort of dragging out a breakup like this. I, it sounds awful, but I think the sooner you bring up this conversation, the sooner either like your girlfriend will have like an amazing reality check and like change their behavior or you guys will probably, I think it sounds like breakup. Yeah. I'm, and you know what? Maybe we're completely off base. Maybe there is something else going on, but you will not know that until you confront her about this. But the solution is definitely not trying to figure out how to be a more funny slash interesting person. Like nope. the the point of being in a relationship is someone liking you the way you are for the most part. <laughs> and yeah. Like you having feeling like you have to develop a brand new set of traits is not fair to you. And it, you shouldn't be with someone who makes you feel like that. No, sir or ma'am. Absolutely not. And that's Good that luck. on that. And that's that on that. We love you. And I don't mean to, I hate to say this, um, but I'm going to say it. And it, it might sound a little patronizing, but you are so young. You are so young and you have so much time to make better friends and uh, have a better relationship than this. And it will come around for you. Most of my close friends I met after college. Okay. And like not, we met after college. And we, look met at us, at, we have a podcast together. Yes, okay. You, <laughs> you haven't even met the person that you're going to podcast with yet. Okay. That is like thank way you. down needed, the road. I needed that. That was yeah. like amazing perspective for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who you're going to meet and have a podcast with. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> it's a very specific relationship. Okay. Good luck. We love you. <laughs> Um, thanks everybody for calling. Thanks everybody for emailing. This has been another absolutely flawless karaoke session of Ryan. I feel like you really, <laughs> really carried me across the finish line this week in more so than you normally do. And you, <laughs> and you really do normally do a lot of the heavy lifting, I'll say. But I'll say you're the only person who actually moves the episode along. <laughs> so <laughs> we are um, <laughs> sort of a match made in heaven because if yeah. it were up to me, we would never move on to the next call and we would never take a break. <laughs> exactly well that's why you know that is why thank you so much chelsea thank you ryan thank you everyone at earwolf thank you july thank you for listening love you joel love you micha (laughs) goodbye
Will I lose my, my dignity? Will someone care? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>